Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another high resolution. I'm Seamus Byrne. Tonight... League of Legends World Championships kicks off for 2020 over there in Shanghai, China. There's no surprises that the live event was very close to not going ahead this year. Riot Games had to cancel the mid-season invitational, but they found a way to push ahead with the biggest event of the year. The teams travelled to Shanghai two weeks ago. They've been quarantining since then to keep things safe and get that worldwide team bubble set up nicely and of course the teams have been training hard through that time and from australia the 2020 champions legacy esports are there to represent the oceanic pro league community this morning i had a quick chat with tim wendell who has run the team since 2014 he's captained the team himself in the past and he's now the head of esports for the adelaide football club who has owned the team since 2017 caught up via microsoft teams from his setup at the team's training camp in China to hear his thoughts on the year's campaign and the world's competition they've been preparing for just hours away from the first match when we spoke. So it's great he fit us in. Let's jump in. It is really great to chat. Um, I thought I'd just dive into the idea. It's clearly, it's been a killer season this year for you guys. What do you chalk that up to? Um, I think for us, um, we made, made another of changes from last year, but I think the key ones were um, coaching for us. We brought a coach in from uh, Singapore, Jensen, um, as well as our head coach from last year, Denian. Uh, we brought him back this year. I think those two did a really, really excellent job um, of working with the, with the playing group that we brought in. Of course, the players are all extremely talented. Um, there's no doubt about that. But I think um, I think there was definitely a uh, what we would call a coach gap, which is just that. Uh, I think our coaches um, did a lot better job or were yeah, were, were really valuable in comparison to the, the rest of the coaches in the competition. Yeah, awesome. And look, um, I know that it was kind of roughly around this time last year that you and the team got to take a trip over to visit Gen G, HQ in Korea. And I'm, I'm like curious how much you get to take away from that kind of an experience because clearly it can't account for everything. You know, there have been team changes and things, as you say, um, but you yourself were there. Like what are the things that you bring home from an opportunity like that that can kind of feed into future success? Um, I think seeing sort of what best practice might look like, seeing, yeah. you know, what a top team 
does and how they operate. Um, they're at Worlds as well this year, which is very cool for us to be amazing. If, you know, you know, by some miracle we got to play against them yes. or something like that. Uh, um, so that'd be very cool. But um, yeah, it's it's. I think it's mostly about observing sort of best practice or, or what might be best practice. I'm not sure if there is a best practice for esports yet. It's still pretty new. Yeah. But um, you know, just seeing how one of the best teams in the world. Um, how they train, you know, what 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 uh, their goals are, what their priorities are in training. Uh, I think all those things are really valuable. Yeah, and look, that training thing is a good point because obviously, you know, you're part of Adelaide Football Club. You know, how has over the in the how many is it three years now or like thereabouts? But you know, how has that sort of evolved in terms of the lessons you get to take from that sort of wider, you know. Um, space of you know best practice in all kinds of athletic training and sports training yes it's been about three or four years i think this will this is the this is the end of the third year let's yeah, say right. um um in terms of learning from the crows um particularly early on um i tried to absorb as much as i could from like the football department and the kinds of things they were doing um particularly around like mindfulness and mental health yeah um, but since then, since then, I focus a lot on um, best practice from overseas. Now, I realise that a lot of that stuff, a lot of stuff they do, um, while applicable, isn't always the best. You know, there there are a few key differences um, with with football and, and with esports. Like managing fatigue um, is is a really big one. Yeah. Um, and so I'd say now I focus a lot more on just the esports side. Of, of what I do and how I can um, like facilitate that, or yeah, I, I try to I try to take from other esports teams rather than the football team. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it sounds like that's just you know yeah part of the journey. I guess is working out what <laughs> like you've had the opportunity to learn what you can from that side of things, and now you're able to see what else you need to know. Whereas I'm, I imagine there'd be other people who. Yeah, before they've even gotten to see that, wouldn't be quite sure what where the mix of lessons might lie out there. Um, look, uh, you know, yeah, thinking about the idea that also there was a really good chance this year that you might have won the title, but not had a physical worlds to go to at all. So, you know, how much do you take from the fact that it has still managed to go ahead and that you, you know, you and the the team are getting this chance to actually do it? Um, I, I think we're incredibly fortunate. Um, it, that did actually happen to us in the first split. So we, we won the oh, first split and there was no seasonal invitational. Yeah. Um, which was really disappointing for the guys. Um, you know, they had worked just as hard in the first split to make it work. Um, and they did make it work and then they, you know, they weren't rewarded in that same way. So to be able to do it this time is, is amazing. We're all extremely grateful. Um, it, it's awesome to be here and to be, you know, mingling with, with pros from other regions and scrimming against teams from other countries and, um, you know, having the opportunity to play on a big stage again. Um, you know, they, they stopped playing stage games in Australia, you know, almost six months ago. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, very, very uh, fortunate. Yeah. And, yeah, look, for those who don't kind of understand it, can you just help explain for people why playing on LAN is, you know, essential to pulling off a, a, a serious Worlds? Uh, oh, I don't know. There's so many aspects to it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's... It's yeah, there's it's the broadcast experience, it's the it's the viewer experience, which of course is a, is a huge part of all sports. You know, um, mm. it's, 
the viewer needs to be having a good time. Um, and and what they're able to produce, especially like the world's team is, is really amazing. I can't wait for everybody to see. We did rehearsal last night and it was all very cool. So I'm excited to see, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm excited to see um, what they do. Yeah, cool. Uh, and, and how everybody reacts to, to, to the show tonight. Um, it's more serious. Like performing on land is very different to playing from home. And um, that's I mean, it's true for a lot of things, but particularly for esports and, and a win on land where both teams are playing with the exact same setup in the exact same spot feels more real. Yeah. Feels more, it's more genuine. It's, it's earned. Um, playing from home feels almost too comfortable. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And look, um, yeah, it always seems like as well that, um, yeah, has there been a bit of extra. Um, kind of like mental prep almost needed because the rest of this year has operated in such a different way to the way it has in the past that, you know, that you're kind of, you know, coming in cold isn't the right way to put it. But, you know, th- there's clearly been a very different year leading up to then going, boom, we're at Worlds and this is yeah. on a big stage again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say so we've just spent two weeks quarantining um, in um, Shanghai. Yep. Um, we had um, PCs. So we've been tra- the boys have been training that that whole time. I think having the change of um, uh, venue, being able to scrim against different teams, being able to play um, solo queue on a different server um, against a different like group of people. Yeah. Um, I think all those things have helped um, sort of reinforce that that we're doing something different and and help them acclimatize to change in a generic sense. Um, because everyone seems pretty comfortable at the moment. Um, I mean, they're all they're all training here around me. Um, yeah, I think we're all we're all just excited to uh, to get on stage and perform. Yeah, awesome. And look, you know, OPL winners always kind of firm underdogs in a sense. But what are your hopes for the for the run ahead? It would be amazing to to make it out of play-ins and make it into the group stage. Yeah, um, you know, that's been a goal for a lot of teams. But uh, I think we have a really talented group here and. Um, to be able to be the first team to do that from OS would be really special. Yeah, and what are you like? Where are you spotting opportunities um, in the matches ahead? You know, is there a specific focus that you're you're hoping to to put into the team, or any sort of matches you think are the good opportunities? I think the key ones are trying to win as many games as we can over the other playing teams. Um, that being um, Brazil, Turkey, and who's the third team in our group? No, so the team is us. Yeah. So the key will be beating Brazil and Turkey. Yeah. The other two teams are Team Liquid from the US and Mad Lions from uh, Europe. Those two teams are really good. So the key will be beating the other two uh, playing teams and then hopefully snagging the win yeah. of one of the top two teams. Yeah, awesome. And I think it's probably, you know, a good year to also kind of work out, you know, what, what's the best way for fans out there to actually show support during the tournament? You know, what are you guys able to see? How are you able to feed off anything that people are uh, shouting out from afar? Um, I mean, social media is the obvious one. Um, we definitely keep a, a close eye. And so the, the, the team on social media, um, I think Twitch chat being, you know, watching the game, supporting them. Supporting them in the chat, having something positive to say, is um, is always very much appreciated as well. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so those are the two most visible visible places for us. 
are you able to right i mean like the whole bubble type situation <laughs> are you able to sort of see the sites in shanghai or do any of that or is it a little bit more of a uh, you know a closed setup this time around yeah not um not at the moment unfortunately so yeah. we've still got um uh, still doing a little bit of time in, in in the hotel here um i think we do eventually get to um go out but um but for now yeah the advice is uh yeah stay in stay in the bubble yeah cool and look a last question yeah for you personally i i'm Sorry to say, I've seen you lose a few finals. I was there at the Lunar Park one back in 2015. Um, yeah, what's it what's it feel yep. like to kind of break the curse and grab that first title? Yeah, um, it was amazing. Um, it's been a, yeah a long time coming. You know, um, there's been a lot of different iterations of, of legacy esports. Yeah, um, who were who had attempted who had attempted that and failed. Um, to, so to finally get over the line was, uh, was a really special moment for us. And to do it twice in the same year was it's pretty cool as well. Yeah, that you know, it's a nice way to kind of really plant that flag and go next year. We're the people you have to come after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Any last thoughts? Uh, you know, or uh, you're just worrying about getting getting that first win under the belt and getting on with it. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely uh, eyes on performance, and then worry about if anybody's watching after. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Awesome. Look, Tim, yeah, best of luck. Congrats again on a great year. And, yeah, really excited to tune in and and watch the boys go. Thanks, Seamus. Thanks again to Tim Wendell. Catching up with us from China. And if you are keen to catch the first match that Legacy will be playing as part of the League of Legends World Championships this weekend, they'll be on stage 8pm Australian Eastern Standard Time on Friday night with further games of the playing stage of the tournament on Saturday night and on Monday night. All the details are in our story covering when and where to watch over at Biteside.com. I'm Seamus Byrne. This is High Resolution, part of the Biteside Podcast Network, and we'll be back again with another episode real soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.